right. I'm back with the kid, part two. How you Yo, doing? I'm good. Still sipping over here. This is Sipping Slow with Joe. Uh, I think the on the last cast we got to uh, got through your high school. Uh, you are now a uh, Marine. <laughs> and, That's right. And, and a Marine and a Terp. So, and a Terp. And a Turtle, baby. Fear the turtle, baby. So, 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 were you on campus as as a uh, as a freshman? Were you on campus or you lived off campus? No. So I I never was a uh I forgot what they called it. Whatever it is, I was always a commuter. Commuter. Yeah. Okay. So so when I got accepted to Maryland, so I I, I don't know what happened. I don't know if. I feel something out incorrectly or, or something happened. But bottom line was Maryland said, yeah, we accept your ass, but you can't start until spring 2000. Mm. Right. So I was like, all right, cool. And they was like, yep. And you can't live on campus. I was like, damn. All right. Well, can't live on campus. Cool. Okay. No problem. Nope. Yeah, it was no problem. Right? I mean, whatever. I lived in Laurel at the time. That's when, that's when my mom, like when mom moved from Beltsville and she got her first house out in Laurel and uh, in a place called the Apple Walk it was weird but um, it was right off of 197 you know anyone that, that's familiar with the area um, but anyway so um, yeah I was a commuter so I would um, travel with my mom to school every day my mom worked at the University of Maryland so you know, she would, you know, as she's driving to work, obviously I would ride with her and, you know, go to class. And when class was over, I would come home. Freshman year. But that was okay. a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, you're, you're a freshman on campus. Uh, any, any, anything that sticks out there? Any, any stories you can tell? So, so Maryland, man, freshman year, man, Maryland. <clears throat> I mean, it was weird, man. So, Either I wasn't paying attention in high school when they were explaining this shit, or they never told us anything. And I want to go with the latter. I don't think they told us or probably prepared us for uh, college. You know what I'm saying? So just to kind of go back. So when I graduated high school, the day I graduated high school, the next day, I mean, when I say the next day, I mean the, the next day I was on the plane flying down to Paris Island, South Carolina for Marine Corps boot camp. So I went through boot camp all summer mm -hmm. and I went to infantry school um, in September. And then I went to my MOS school, my basically what my job is going to be in the Marine Corps right. um, until end of November. Mm. So, so basically from June 2nd all the way to uh, December 2nd, I was fully nosedive into Marine Corps. Okay. But then I come home. So I was home for the month of December. You know, I'm kind of winding down, kind of getting back to reality, whatever the case may be. And then I start school in Maryland um, mid-January, mid to late January for, for spring semester. Okay. So uh, I went to Maryland undecided on a major. You know, that's, that was mistake number one. Right. So, you know, anyone that went to, a, anyone that had attended a PWI, which is a predominantly white institution, right? 
they don't really care about us. They give you whatever <laughs> schedule they give you. Yeah. And yeah. you know, you just gotta deal with it. You gotta figure this shit out on your own, right? Like they, they don't hold your hand, they don't provide any real guidance, right? Mm-hmm. So when they made my schedule, because I was undecided, the daggone um I forgot what they call them. The, the, those motherfuckers that help us with our schedules. Um whatever they were called. Let's call, for lack of better words, we're gonna call them guidance counselors. Right? I was gonna say, yeah, just do it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I was gonna say the same shit. Right, right, right. So they uh created this fucking crazy schedule to me for me that I couldn't fucking handle, right? They gave me like a four hundred level Russian history class. Because <laughs> yeah. Because that satisfied oh, like, a, like oh a, what what they call academic advisors is that what yeah, it is? there you go there you go there you go uh, there you go academic advisors there you go there you go right um so they gave me this the, the chick gave me this four hundred level fucking uh Russian history class Russian history not not U S history Russian history right yeah, that I'm would in. that would satisfy some fucking diversity credit that I that I need to have right yeah they gave me that. Um, I, um, I tested into, um, calculus, calc one at Maryland. Um, what else did I take? Uh, Spanish two, right? No, 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 not not Spanish. Excuse me. French, French three, because I took, because I took four years of French in high school, right? Okay. All right. They put me in French three, even though French, taking French in high school was bullshit. All we did was fucking talk about eating crepes and fucking Eiffel Tower and shit every fucking year. We didn't fucking, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Only thing I remember how to say is 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 poly français and shit. You know what I'm saying? You know. So, you know. Wait, you me, you ain't get to see your trip to France though? Like, no, we ain't take no fucking trip to France. Uh, Are you crazy? <laughs> uh, we, we 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 didn't even eat no French toast. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Like like come on, you know. Damn. So, yeah, none of that shit was made available, whatever, whatever. So, um, and it was it was that math class, that Russian class, French, and it was some other bullshit class. I can't even remember, right, what it was. Now that I think about it. So, um, I'm a freshman. Freshmen should be taking 100-level classes. Like I said, I'm taking a fucking 400-level, a fucking 300-level French drink, Calc 1, and whatever the class I'm taking, right? So, uh, totally a schedule that a freshman, incoming freshman, should not be taking. And I and I need to and I need to give context in this area because University of Maryland was a an anomaly in the college space. So when I so when he says 300 level and 400 level classes, you know, basically you're you're talking about a freshman uh, taking, you know sophomore and junior courses coming in and in in university of maryland that's a problem because let's talk about these lecture halls uh in, 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 <laughs> yeah yeah when, when you see lec on your on your college schedule when you see lec lecture hall that means the entire world is in that class with you like it's not a regular yep. it's not a regular discussion or uh, you know some something private or intimate it's like you and the closest thousand people, you know, th- those psych right. lectures that I had in the psych hall, like, mm. yeah, I mean, that was like a movie. Ro- that, that was the movie room. Actually, for real, it was 
actually where they showed movies in 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 the hall on certain nights they would have movie night right that was my lecture hall and it would be like me and a thousand other people i would have to sit on the steps sometimes in that lecture hall in 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 1999 fall of 1999 it wasn't right so so university of maryland was a was an anomaly because the class sizes were so big and then you get to the discussion and then it's more like a classroom setting. So you get to a discussion, it's like 30, 31 people. But lecture hall classes, man, they ain't had no cap right. on there. They ain't had no cap. So for you to be taking 300 level classes, oof, I don't even. So, so let, me, let, me, let me tell you about this Russian history class. All right, go ahead. That, that's what, oh, you know what the other class was? It was uh, English 101. That's what it was. Yuck. English one on one, and 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 I and I'm gonna tell you why I remember that in a second. Right, but this Russian fucking class, rush that Russian class and that fucking English class destroyed me, right? Anyway, so um, I'm in this class. You know, this class had three assignments. Period, or it, total, it had a fucking midterm. It had a fucking project, and it had the final. That was it. There was no other papers to write. There was no other homework to turn in. There was nothing. It was just three assignments. All right? So let me tell you about my dumb ass. So I'm in class. right? I get there. Um, I got my headphones in, listening to DMX and shit. You know, it's dark and hell is hot. That was the album I was rocking that year, Maryland. <laughs> And uh, the professor comes in, this real old white guy, man, he comes right. in, he's bald-headed. He got the little Homer Simpson hair just over top of the ears, but he's bald up top, right? And he had a hump on his back, right? So he comes in, mm-hmm. and as soon as he comes in, he's just talking. He's talking, and he's writing shit on the board, right? So I got my headphones in. I'm not even realizing that this is the professor, number one. Number two, by the time I realize he's the professor, I take my headphones off and I'm looking around the classroom, right? The lecture hall, as you, as you mentioned, and it's like two, three hundred motherfuckers in there writing notes, right? And they notepads. So I'm fucked up. I'm like, I'm looking at these people, right? And I'm looking at him. I'm like, hold up. What the fuck are these motherfuckers writing? He didn't say take notes. You know, he didn't say take notes. He didn't say write this down. So why is everybody writing shit? So let me go back. In high school, high school was easy, right? Anytime they wanted you to remember something that was important, they would tell you to write it down. Write this down. Knock, knock, wink, wink. Write it down. You're going to see this again. Write this down. Right? You know, in high school, I never took notes. Never took notes on anything. (laughs) Didn't need to. That PG you know, County so education. I'm in this right. So I'm in this fucking Russian history class, right? 400 level, which was a senior class, right? I'm in this class, and he's fucking talking about God knows what, and everybody's writing shit down. I'm looking around, spaced out, wondering what the fuck is everybody doing, and I'm not taking no notes. I don't think I started taking notes for the first two weeks. I don't take any notes. Damn. You know, and then I, then I was like, something's not right. Maybe I need to start writing this shit down. So I started, so I finally started like writing some shit down. 
Then here comes the fucking midterm. Oh, the midterm had like four questions. That was it. And I think I answered like one of them joints. And I failed that motherfucker. Failed it. Like, boom. Right? I never got anything lower than a fucking uh, C in my life up until this point. Right? So I was like, oh, shit. This is not cool. All right. I need to get on my get on my grind. So now I'm paying attention. I'm coming to class. I'm I'm, I'm taking notes. Boom, 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 boom. No problem. Did did really? I got a, like a B on the um, I got like a B on the project that we had to do, right. and then the final, I got a C on the final. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I end up getting a fucking D a D minus for the class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I fucking failed the fucking mentor. Uh, the struggle. And then I got a D in French. Okay. No, 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 no. No, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I got a C in French. And I failed English 101. Me failed too. English 101. Me, me got too. a C. I got a C in French. A D in fucking. Um, uh, Russian history, and I got a C in math. I, I just didn't do all the work. All okay, right? and, and I had and a that, fucking. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, no, that, I mean that's just a theme, man. You know, uh, I think that when we began your your journey, you told us that you know you you just didn't do the work. Like you were a smart kid, you didn't do the work. Right, right. So I thought that college was going to be easy, just like uh, fucking high school was. Oh no. <laughs> but 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 it gets better, right? Okay. So after right. that semester, after that after that semester, I had like a one point eight six GPA. Never seen that shit before. I'm like, oh shit, this college shit is for real. I gotta stop fucking around. Let me get focused, right? So that fall semester, fall two thousand, um, I got focused. Blah blah blah. I still struggled, but I end up getting a like a two point two. But because the grades are cumulative, which I didn't know what that shit was, because in my high school, grades were not cumulative. They reset after every quarter. So I didn't know what the fuck cumulative grade, a cumulative GPA was until I got to fucking college. You know? So after I just want to clear, I want to clear that up. That's, that's uh, cumulative. And it's, Am I saying that wrong? Yeah, it's, 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 it's the Syrah. It's the Syrah. Cum- cumulative GPA is <laughs> <laughs> all together. So as you know, no, I, I got you, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the overall GPA is is all encompassing. So it, it yes, it means everything, everything from the year. Yep. Cumulative GPA. All right. Cumulative. Continue. Yes. I, I get it together. It's a point, but. <laughs> So they put me on. They put me on academic probation at this Ooh, point. Been there, yeah, from academic probation. And to make note, I had a scholarship to Maryland. I got a full ride academic scholarship to Maryland. Full ride. Now I'm gonna go back a little bit more before I because I know you. I know you want me to talk about the post office. We're gonna get to it. Yeah, just yeah, to put things. Ahead. Just to put things. Just to put things in perspective to to to, to enlighten people how how smart I was in high school was I got accepted to um, um, Hampton University 
Temple University, mm. Miami of Ohio University, mm. Duke University. Damn. Let me say you, that again. Wait, wait. Yeah. You missed you missed out on Duke? Come on. Yes. You know. And I'm and I and I'll tell you well, the reason why I didn't go to Duke right. was because Duke wasn't Duke didn't give me a scholarship. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, they was Yeah, they didn't they didn't give me any money. Right. They didn't right. give me any money. Right. <clears throat> Duke and um in the fifth school I got accepted to was University of Melancholy Park. Okay. Um a school of note that I did not get accepted to, which I'm still to this day mm. fucked up over. Yeah, here it comes. Go ahead. <laughs> Howard University. How? How? Said no. They're too good. I don't know how. I don't know what. I I, I have no clue. And to this day, I'm salty about it. Because, because H- I hear, B-C-U. I hear folks that 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 got into Howard that didn't have nowhere near what I had, mm. and got in, mm. got money and all kinds of shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And, and your own because people if I got, you. Right. If I would if I would have <laughs> got accepted to Howard, I would I probably would have went there over Maryland. I, I probably would have. You know. Right. Right. Um, and the only reason why I didn't go to Hampton was because Hampton. Hampton took too long to tell me how much money they were going to give me. So Maryland, Maryland had already told me, yeah, we're going to give you this, this and that, this and that, you know, months in advance. Hampton waited till like the summer of fucking 99 when I'm, I'm in the middle of boot camp. That's when Hampton finally decided to say, Hey, yeah, we'll, we'll give you a scholarship. But it's too late at that point. I already committed to going to uh, Maryland. So that's the reason why I didn't go to Hampton, but I really wanted to go to Hampton and you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so right. fast forward. So two semesters in, I'm on academic probation. They threatening mm. to take my fucking scholarship if I don't bring my grade GPA up into a 2.0. Right, right. So uh, uh, I don't know why my mom did this, but as I mentioned before, my mom worked at the University of Maryland. And I guess she was familiar or new or friends with one of the employees at the campus mail facility, you know, uh, Newman. Uh, <laughs> she, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, uh, I guess she mentioned to him or he asked her, I don't know. I don't know how the transaction went, but Newman, which, which was one of the supervisors over at the campus mail facility, um, not the Newman from Seinfeld, you know, but they close. They they look similar. <laughs> uh, but Newman hooked me up with the job at the campus mail facility, campus post office. Right, right. All right. So that so that brings us to what I wanted to talk about because yep. I come into that campus mail facility in that summer of I guess that summer of two thousand. Um, because and I came in my my best dress like I was slacked up I was buttoned yep, up I remember you know what I'm I saying? remember and I got my job <laughs> at campus mail as a university of maryland student um <laughs> and I met the kid you know yeah that's right you know uh Nelly, N- N- Nelly was hot at that time you know and <laughs> and you either you either thought they either thought you were Nelly or they thought you were what's the other kid 
He was in Lil like, Zane. Little Zane. Yes. Little Zane. Yes. <laughs> so that's because I used to wear I used to wear a lot of football jerseys and big fucking jeans, right? So the 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 team at the time that was hot was the fucking St. Louis Rams. So I had this Ooh, how does show, show Joe, Joe's gonna bring this shit up. Joe's gonna bring this shit up, right? So I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and get ahead of him. You know, I used to wear this uh St. Louis Rams Marshall Falk jersey, even though I'm a Redskins fan. Well, I, excuse me, I can't say Redskins anymore. I'm a Washington football team fan, right? <laughs> I had, <laughs> but but Marshall Falk was that beast MVP. You know, so, you know, I, I had to buy, you know, I had to get the jersey, right? Because jerseys were still hot at, at the time. And Nelly was hot at the time. And he was from St. Ooh. Louis. So, you know, you know, Joe used to best with me saying, I'm trying to be like Nelly because I'm wearing, you know, yeah. you know, St. Louis Rams jerseys. And, 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 I, and I did Nelly's little dance one time. And all of a sudden, I'm trying to be like Nelly. So, you know? so, so people, there, there are certain things you cannot deny. And... <laughs> And physical attributes you cannot deny. Oh my god! And oh when I'm god. saying that I got a movie ticket for free, or I don't know what she thought. I don't know if she thought I was Little Zane's uh, bodyguard <laughs> or what. But I remember going to see a movie at the Greenbelt Mall with this uh, yep. with this guy, and that yep. woman making a big deal because she thought Little Zane was coming to see his like own movie. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You know what? I can't, you know, I'm not gonna like fluff it up. She was smoking for, that piff, man. I don't know where she got that yeah, shit from. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna fluff it up. I you know, she she might have been super disconnected, but she made a yeah. big deal. And she definitely yeah. thought I was his like bouncer protection uh you know, security at the time. <laughs> and he was definitely little Zane, who was in some random Eddie Murphy movie. I don't I don't even remember what movie uh, was, was that Dr. Doolittle? Was it a Doctor Doolittle movie? It might have I been. Think it, I think it was. I, that, that, might, that has man, to be the only movie he could have been in. Man, man. You you know, it was something about the way his eyebrows were situated, his face. It had nothing to do with him wearing jerseys. I want to make that clear. Like, Oh, my God. The, the fact he was imitating Nelly or, or, uh, or Little Zane, that's not the case. It was the way they looked biologically. He oh, was look, just... Nothing like no damn Little Zane. <laughs> She swore up and down. So anyway, I wanted to bring it to the post office because that's where I uh, I meet the kid for the first time. And, you know, we hit it off right away. That's in the middle of, like, Jill Scott coming out. That's in the middle of yep. uh, whew, India Ari. India Ari, yep. Alicia right? Keys. Alicia All that happened yep. in that, you know, in that 2000 space. And... Um, it was a big time in music. It was a big time in, in just the world because you know you you went from the 1900s to the 2000s, so uh, it was big for everybody involved. And I would meet this 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 polarizing kind of character. Uh, you know, the kid was everything but silent. <laughs> Damn right. He had an opinion about everything and everyone. Damn right. Um, and and we would run over uh, the campus students, like you know, they, for some reason, for some reason, that post office trusted two uh, 19, 20 year olds with with a with a campus mail route, like so we would literally 
bag up mail. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I shook the microphone. We would bag up mail and it would go into a large white truck, large white van, and we would drive that van and we would take turns on that route. And because I had him next to me, he would encourage me to edge out into the (laughs) (laughs) into where the kids were trying to walk to class to to make them think that I was going to run them over (laughs) and because they were who they were you know I'm not going to make this a racial issue but you know it was two black men (laughs) in a white van uh, terrorizing mostly white students It 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 was bad that yep. that that is bad. There's no way I can that, frame that, it. That karma came back to bite me in the ass, though. Oh, so Ooh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and there was so many characters in that post office, and there was so much that we could bring to you about that time period. You know, you had Michael Tommy. You had oh Michael Tommy. Gary. That was your boy. <laughs> that was my boy. You had Gary Kane. Uh, <sighs> yeah, and I'm giving out governments, but. Uh, yeah. Art, art was great, you know. Like there was so much about that time period because, for me, that was my first ever job. Like I never had a job. Oh before. shit! Yeah, that was my. First that was your first job. job. That was my first ever LP. job. Yeah, never had mm. a job before, and I was making six dollars an hour, which mm. I thought was, you know, oh yeah, that was good for for two thousand. Um, yeah. But yeah, they they had us fooled and. You know, we were probably doing more than we were supposed to be doing in that post up. We were oh, supposed sure to be we doing. Were. Oh yeah, absolutely yeah. we were. They were getting over the and, and you know and and they were making far more than we were at that time. Everybody in there, but they would use us because we were cheap labor. You know. Um, yep. Yeah, and, and and when I met you, you know, we had our uh, we had our bonding moment, and then we had our disagreement. Uh, can you tell me about your relationships uh, in the post office? Like, who did you meet in the post office? I mean, uh, I'm on on the women front. Oh, the women front. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, we only had three girls in there, so we had um, yeah, Monique Hill, right? Monique was in that drink. Um. What was I can't remember the girl's name that used to also work in the front desk and her mom's was like the secretary. Um you remember her name? Whew. I can't no. remember her name. No, I don't remember. But, she was bad. But but yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and of course, you know, um let's not come in. Let's not wait, hey, look. Yep. Uh, in post roll, I'm gonna have to blurt that out, but just know. Yeah, yeah, that one. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, what else you want me to say about it? I I want you to say that you gotten into an entanglement with Miss. So so no so all right so he wants to he wants me to to kind of unpack the relationship that I had with, with and you're gonna blur her name right right right. Um, yeah, with Mr. Alex, right? Well, she's not Mr. Alex anymore, but um, yes, no, we were not in an entanglement. We were actually in a full-on, full-fledged relationship. Okay, all right. 
You're in a relationship and uh, <laughs> this nigga right here. <laughs> yeah, you're in a relationship and, and, yep. and did, did I want her or not? Did I did I want in your opinion? Did I want Miss Close early? Oh, of course he did. Of course, of course, Joe did. Of course, and and, and Joe was one of them dudes where. <laughs> So, okay, so I'm not sure where he wants me to go, but I'll tell this one story about Joe, right? So, so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, Joe used to have, I don't know if he had money or if he had, or if you had, uh, just a whole, a whole lot of credit on your, um, on your meal plan, whatever, right? Right. right. <clears throat> so, you know, Joe would always invite everybody out to eat. You know, after work, so we will all go to one of the one of the um, daggone uh, dining facilities on campus or whatever, whatever. And you know, Joe would you know he would fit the bill, you know. And I, you know, I started to kind of you know get the feeling that you know he was trying to kind of swoop in and move on on my girl because he was always kind of flashing some money, you know, offering. Offering to pay for shit, offering to do shit, and you know you, you're gonna have to fill in some of these holes, right? Right. Um, that that to the point where I was like, <laughs> go ahead. It, it's a Ciroc, man. It's a Ciroc talking to me. No, right dude, now. So, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I can't remember exactly what you did, right? But I don't know. I don't know if you said some slick shit to or or or. I don't know, but I, I I approached him. I pressed him. I was like, yo, I said, look, man, like, I don't know what you're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? But that's my girl right there. And and I don't remember my exact words, but I was basically like, yo, you crossing the fucking line and I don't care how much money you got, whatever the case may be, but that's my uh-huh. girl. You can't do shit about it. I pressed him. <laughs> I pressed him somehow, right? And this nigga yeah. Joe broke down. This nigga broke down. I did. You know? I did. <laughs> And I felt bad for him, right? You know, but I was like super confident that no matter what he he was what he was trying to do, if he was trying to do something, I, I really even I really don't even know fully if he was really scheming or if that was just him. I don't know. Right. And, and Joe, you'll 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 I'm sure you'll 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 rebut what I'm saying and fill in some holes. But um, but I was so confident in the relationship that I had with Mister Elias. You know, that I wasn't, it, it, it didn't matter what this nigga did. <laughs> I was and, good. And, you know what and, and, and that's the overall I got from the meeting, right? Like, so <laughs> when, when I'm hearing you talk about, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know what you want, but it's not going to happen. It's, it's not, you know, I remember, I remember your posture, I, you know, and this, and this is, and, and, for, and for those listening, this is 20 years ago. So I'm, list, I'm looking at his posture his whole attitude, and he was like, it's not happening, you know, and he was laughing at me, you know, he was laughing at <laughs> my face, and, 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 this is a, and this is a good friend of mine at that point, because yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we had befriended yeah. each other right away on, on, on that campus mail route, um, so, yeah. you know, we just had a, we had to come to Jesus, because, you know, uh, came out of nowhere, you know, and I, and, and I, yeah, she really came out of nowhere, <laughs> It was no other way to, did, to say that. Did. Yeah, she came out of nowhere. So let me let me go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, she she came out of nowhere and she and she shook it up uh, because so, there were only two girls at that point, and then she right. was the third. Right. 
Right. So let me give you some more context on Nakam. So we, we're not giving Nakam enough credit on this joint. So Nakam was super popular on campus. I don't, I mean, I know why. I know why she was. But at the same time, I don't know why. Because like Maryland, it's like three, no, excuse me. It's like 30,000 motherfuckers on campus, right? But yeah, it was only 10% of that was black. I got it. So all the black folks stayed together. But even within that number, right? You're looking at at least 3,000 black people, black students on campus, right? You know, I mean, everybody knew her. Like, and everybody right. was trying to talk to her, right? Like, like fucking Lonnie Baxter, top basketball player at Maryland at the time was trying to talk to her. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. She had motherfuckers on the football team trying to talk to her, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and the football team back then under Ralph Friedgen was, was fucking, was, a, was, was vicious too, you know? Go, go fucking, if you don't know anything about fucking Maryland football, you sleeping on Maryland football, go Google Maryland's fucking, from fucking, 2001 to 2004, what Maryland football was doing. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, because motherfuckers be sleeping on Maryland. Yes, like, yeah, yes, go do indeed. your fucking research, right? You know, um, and, yeah, and she had other other popular niggas on campus that was that was all like, you know, trying to get at her, right? So honestly, yeah. I was shocked that she even gave a nigga like me opportunity you know what i'm saying because i'm the complete i was the complete opposite like nobody knew me on campus i didn't hang out like that you know what i'm saying i was a commuter so if i wasn't doing any work on campus i was home you know what i'm saying so no one knew me you know other than people on other than people in the post office like you know so out of all the motherfuckers that she could have picked she picked me. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a cute motherfucker. Don't get it oh. twisted. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For all the ladies listening, don't get it twisted. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? I, I got to just be honest. It was a lot of competition out here, right? And I was surprised that I was able to fucking climb the ladder to get the opportunity to even talk to her like that. You know what I'm saying? So here, so, so when Joe mentions my posture and my, my demeanor and, and, and what I was saying, that's true because... I weathered the storm from all them other motherfuckers on campus. I was trying to holler at her and I fucking mm. survived, right? Mm. So who is this nigga Joe <laughs> coming out of nowhere? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, what was he gonna do? You know what I'm saying? So that's right. so that's why I that's why I had the the, the attitude, the, the the smugness, the you know, whatever you want to call it at that time with that situation. All right. So so now there you have it from Nelly's mouth, there you have it from oh. uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and, and during this point in the podcast, I just want people to know uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play Little Zane's verse in in one twelve. Mm. Uh, mm. uh, what was that? Oh, that verse was hot. He killed that joint. Yeah, because he used Pox whole flow. That's fine. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Um, but but yes. So so at this point, I'm meeting him. We we're we're good friends, and yep. he has. He has to kind of check me because you know I got I got out of pocket. Um, he did, but 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 because of good. yeah because of that relationship that we had in the post office, um, you know we would both go to different like I went to Lincoln I went you know I went to school in Pennsylvania after that, um, and you stayed at University of Maryland but we stayed yep. in contact with each other. Um, yep. And I came back to the area so after Lincoln I came back to the area. Um, and I started working for the corporation that I would, 
convince him to work for. Uh, <laughs> I want you to talk about the time <laughs> where you worked for uh, some uh, mailing company. I don't want to name the company that you work for, but you were working for, you know, a three-letter uh, company that would send, that would give yeah. people mail. Yeah. And, and um, you know, explain that time period for you and where you were living at that time. Uh, so, you don't want me to use a name? I mean, you can, you can, I'll, uh, you know, if you want me to you'll, bleep, you'll it bleep it out. out. Yeah. So I was working for this brown and yellow company. There you and, go. And I guess that will help people. Yeah. People figure out what I'm talking about that deliver packages. Right. <clears throat> and I want to say I was still living at home. I was still living at home at the time and I, I haven't moved out yet. Okay, when I was working I... For them. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I got fired from, <laughs> I got fired from the post office, the campus mail facility, because I had an accident on campus and I and I left the scene of the accident. Now I know what everybody's thinking. Oh my God, how you leave the scene? Well, you know, it, it really wasn't. It really wasn't an accident. I kind of like got stuck in between a rock and a hard place, so to speak, with two vehicles and. Instead of waiting for the other vehicle to pull out so I can move out, I kind of forced my way out of that tight spot. Little did I know there was a an employee in the, in the back of the other vehicle that kind of got rocked around in the back of the vehicle and supposedly he got hurt, blah, blah, blah. I think it's bullshit. But anyway, so some Karen that was walking around saw this, called the police on me, and I end up fucking getting arrested and all kinds of crazy wild shit. You know, if you know, Joe, you want me to unpack that? I can unpack that one too. But no, no, no. We we can we can gloss over that. That's okay. That's, so you know. so I, I I got arrested. Blah blah blah. Um, because they, they claim I left the scene of an accident. Blah blah blah. I end up getting fired, losing my job over it. Right. I didn't get in tr I didn't get in trouble criminally for it because it was all bullshit. They dropped the charges. Blah 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 blah. It was just a waste of my time. But I end up losing my job. So anyway, so. so Fast forward from that, um, I end up working for, like I said, the brown and yellow company. Um, <laughs> so this was this had to been uh, this was two thousand two because right, right. It's, at the it's same like time, the beginning of two thousand two though. Right, the beginning of two thousand two, and the reason why I remember that so vividly because that's the year the University of Maryland Terrapins basketball team won the national championship. Uh... <laughs> we beat we beat Duke in the final four and we went to the final you know the national championship and we won the fucking national championship Ugh. you know what I'm saying and so and, this sticks in my you know, crawl because yeah. I was um I was on there uh, I was on campus for the first time that the University of Maryland had ever beat Duke uh, I remember that reaction and that and because that reaction enlisted you know a whole uh, SWAT team to be you know, cause, cause, cause the campus went crazy. They yep, like, had a riot. So they had, yeah, they had a full on riot. So <laughs> that's the kind of uh, environment we were in. And I was a Duke fan, and I was a Duke fan because <laughs> my dad had brought me home a Duke sweater one time from one of his his uh, travels, and you know I got tied into the uh, Shane Battier and uh, and the uh. whole Duke. I, Whack. I just loved everything about Duke 
all the time. And then I went to University of Maryland, and I'm not supposed to like Duke, but I still like Duke. Nope. Yeah, Fuck yeah. Mm. Something's wrong with that nigga. Mm. And I'm on absolutely wrong with him. Uh, and I'm on campus with that, and you know, I still like Duke. So I do remember, you know, how crazy uh, the campus got when they had the possibility of beating uh, the Duke Blue Devils. And, not, 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 not possibility. When, uh, when we beat the boot, the boot, the boot. Man, I can't even talk right now. The Duke Blue Devils. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, uh, I, you know, I, I, it, when you say uh, 2002, and and that and that uh, sp- spring of 2002, I definitely remember yep. that. Definitely. Um, yep. So you so you're working for uh, the 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 brown and yellow. Uh, yep, brown and you? yellow. Okay, all right. And um, I start in June of June fifth of two thousand and two. I start uh, those folks that represent the bullseye. Uh, so so I was working at brown and yellow. You were working for the bullseye. Mm-hmm. I end up quitting Brown and Yellow over some bullshit. They jerked me out of a supervisor position. Right, right. And I got tired of being, I got tired of being, you know, having my emotions played with and all kinds of shit. And you said, yo, come over to, come over to the bullseye. And I was like, all right, you know, how much they pay? They, they paid a little bit more than the Brown and Yellow. And I got a whole lot more hours than Brown and Yellow. I'm like shit. Fuck it. Listen, this, this is gonna make that move over there. All right, cool. And and, and, and for when, the and that's when that era began. And, and so, just so people have context, because we're talking about 2002, and you might think that this is uh, some money. So we we said <laughs> that in the post office we were making six dollars. Yeah. <laughs> six dollars <$6 laughs> even in that in that post office in, in, in the year 2000. But in 2002, yep. this company was paying. Six dollars and seventy-five cents an hour, but then they would give you a dollar fifty for our shift. So yep. we were, so we were making the six dollars and seventy-five cent, but it was close to it was like eight something because we would get a dollar fifty for working ten p.m. to six a.m. in the morning. And let me tell you what that does to a college student. So if you're in in University of Maryland, you have lecture halls that begin at 8 a.m. Yep. yep. So if you had a lecture hall that began at 8 a.m., but you've been working eight hours after not getting sleep, say you had your last discussion at 5, and then you had to be to work at 10 p.m., you know, like, what, what, the life you were living uh, as a 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. employee that had to be to school by 8 a.m. and start your whole day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Whoa. But yeah, yeah, I did. I did woo you over to the uh, bullseye side, and um, you did. Yep. You did. And and you know what? I don't even know how long you spent with with them. I don't think I was there long, honestly, because you know, I mean, immediately when I got there. Production went way up, and let's mm-hmm. and, and, and don't try to don't try to don't try to take away my fucking uh my, my fucking skills because when me and you was fucking unloading them fucking trucks, some motherfuckers <laughs> was like, God damn, you know and what I'm saying? I I do remember that. I do remember that. And then, 
and then and then they and then after you got off the truck, you got pushed to the back room, and there was yep. a and there was an ex marine who was your supervisor. Like, wasn't he a marine? Norris Norris was Norris a marine? I think he, he was. I think yeah, he was. He was a he was, he, a, was. A, he was a veteran, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he yeah, yeah. loved your ass. He loved you. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> yep. He would protect you and keep you from getting fired because your ass was more more focused on school. Honestly, that okay. And 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 you hit it right there because another supervisor. What was his name? Uh, Richard. His name. Richard Escavera. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Richard. Every day that I was there, right, this, first of all, this nigga knew I was in school, right? And I would have eight o'clock classes because I'm a morning person. So, yeah, I'm getting off work around 5, 30, 6 o'clock, whatever. It didn't matter to me. I was still going to have a class at eight o'clock, you know? So I'm getting ready to punch out, getting ready to leave out of there. Every day he would press me like, hey, I need you to stay another hour. I need you to stay a couple more hours. Nah, motherfucker, I got school. And then he would try to strong arm me like, oh, well, if you don't stay, I'm not going to do that. Hey, look, nigga, look, look. This is not my priority. <laughs> I, I am not, I, I have no plans of, of making a career out of working for the bullseye. You know, like, this is not where I need to be at. My priority is school. You know, so you got to do what you got to do. And I just shrug my shoulders and I keep it moving, you know. But the mm. reason why I did that, though, it, which I didn't understand, I mean, I, I, I just, even to this day, I, I really don't get it. I mean, I get it, but I don't. I was one of the best motherfuckers there. Like, Absolutely. Like, hands down. Hands down. You know, I mean, I never questioned anything. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I had my assignment, I, was, I knocked that shit out. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Marine. This is what we do. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. So, you know, but he wouldn't press nobody else. Nope. He wasn't pressing nobody. He wasn't asking nobody else to stay. He was always sweating me. Like, yo, motherfucker, like, this is not my career. I'm trying to go to school and get whatever degree I'm going to get it in. You know what I'm saying? You know, only reason why I'm here is because I need this shit to pay my motherfucking bills. Right, right. Because at this point, because at this point, because we, we, we fast forward it kind of fast and I didn't even get to it. I eventually lost my scholarship, unfortunately. Right. Right. Bad days, right? And now... Like, I'm on my own. I couldn't go back home. You know what I'm saying? You know, couldn't right. go home and tell my mom I was a failure and had to drop out of school. Nah, that wasn't going to happen. So I had no choice but to, you know, now work full time and pay for my own education. You know? And and pay for your living. Because if, I'm not, mistake, living. Right. if I'm not mistaken, right. you're like renting a room in a house. Right. So time. I was I was renting right. I was renting a room out of my, my, my boy Maurice's uh, mom's house. You know, they had a room available. And LP. They, yeah, they, they graciously allowed me to stay up in that drink right? because I moved out of my mom's house. My mom was bugging. My mom was bugging big time. And I was like, look, man, I'm a grown-ass man at this point. I don't need this shit. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm out. Right. And I left, right. My mom's, I left my mom's house at 19. Right. And I moved into my boy Mo's house. And I was paying rent. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, most mom didn't care. You better have that rent, you know, every month. You better have it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that post office money wasn't going to be hitting. You know, right. that yellow and brown money wasn't going to hit. So, you know, that that bullseye money was right, just about right. So, right. you know. So. <laughs> so, so, that, so that empowered us both because if I'm talking about my time period, 
Uh, I'm coming 10 to 6, but I'm living on a, a couch in, in my parents' house. Because, what, what are we, 21? Yeah, in 2002, I'm 21, right? Yeah. So, so I'm living on my parents' couch, uh, you know, sleeping during the day. And, you know, I had a younger brother, and he chose to skip school one day. Young and, William. Uh, young William. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, so, so I had yes. him... Um, he came in the house one day and I'm like sleep on the couch and his, what is, if I'm 21, he was 17. Yeah. He's, he was four years younger than I was. So, so yeah, he's in his junior year and he's skipping school and they're like in there with some, with a couple girls and they go, is that, who's that sleep on the couch? Is that, is that your brother? How old is he? Why is he such a loser? You know, like, oh, 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 oh yeah, I, I remember hearing her. I remember hearing her like oh. he's still, he's still home. He's still, you know, and and so that resonated with me because that's the pressure that the black community puts on, on 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 black men uh, to to move out of their parents' house. Like that's right. You know, you can't be in your parents' house anymore. Uh, right, that's not, which that's is a not, false narrative. But right, go ahead. Yeah. it is. It is false, right? Yeah, but I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. You know, I didn't know that right. until now. So right, right, then right. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta get out of here, and and making eight something an hour, okay, I get with you, you 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 trying to get rid of uh, the the situation you're in in that house, and we like, right. hey, why don't we just right. be roommates, right? Right, right, <laughs> right. And 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 I, and I I wasn't sure. I thought you were just talking shit, man, because I was ready to go. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, 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 yeah. no. After after that, after I heard old girl say he's a loser, I was like, holy shit! Oh man, I in my lifetime I had never been called a loser before. <laughs> she she challenged everything, you know. So oh shit. So yeah, man, I. I came to work the next night and he, he was like, yeah, man, you trying to do this for real? And I'm like, hell yeah, man, I'm trying to do this for real. And yeah. by uh, what was October of 2002, we were in uh, Spring Hill Lake, Greenbelt, yes. Maryland, yes. Greenbelt, Maryland, in, yep. in some of the oldest apartments ever in history, <laughs> right? Uh, but but back then you could get two bedrooms for for eight hundred and sixty nine dollars, and people, yep. people always Sweet. come at me. I remember eight hundred and sixty nine dollars because you find a two bedroom for eight hundred sixty nine dollars today. Bullshit, bullshit. Never, never. Unless you got unless it's fucking roaching festival with rats, fucking right, right. Basketball in the living room. No, we had eight hundred sixty nine dollars, utilities included. I'll never forget that as long as I live. <laughs> I'll never forget it. It's, it's just not. It's not happening. So uh, we move into a Spring Hill Lake apartment. Uh, we are we are twenty one years of age. Yep. Living our best lives. Uh, what are you? Are you still going to school? Or are you? What are you doing? At this oh yeah, I'm still in Maryland. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's okay. that's the mission. That's that's the right. fucking ultimate mission. It was nothing going to stop me. For fucking graduating from the University of Maryland. Except you also owed your life to the Marine Corps. So Correct. what happened with the Marine Corps? You and and so and so I, I skipped over some parts, but you are a reservist at yeah. this point? I am. I am a Marine Reservist, yes. Okay. All right. But uh something happened in in the two thousand two, two thousand three space. 
And what was that? So, so we had to go back even further. So, okay, so September 11, 2001, right? Mm. The United States, for all you young folks out there that, you know, get it, but didn't live it. You know, we were, we were viciously attacked by some terrorists. Um, they used airplanes to uh, knock down the Twin Towers in New York and a plane crashed into the Pentagon here in Washington, D.C. And another one crashed in some country town in Pennsylvania. So w- when that happened, when, when our country was attacked, um, our president at the time, George W. Bush, wanted, you know, and, uh, and I shouldn't even say him, but the whole country as a whole wanted retaliation. We wanted payback, you know. So uh, we went to war. Went to war. So in 2003, uh, my unit was activated and mobilized to support um, units that were going to go to war over what took place in September 11th, 2001. So uh, in 2003, um, I got sent down to Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, which is in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Yes, indeed. Um, and we'll say, we'll say what? No, no, no. I was just agreeing. I was agreeing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and actually, I was actually supposed to go to Iraq at that time. I was literally on the flight line when they said, nope, betting, you're not going. They pulled me <laughs> off. Oh, I said, damn, this is fucked up. All right. That's and then crazy. they, then they, right. Then they kept me in North Carolina. So right. in, in late January 2003, I was sent down to Cambridge, North Carolina to be on, to work on active duty in support of the Marines that were in um, Iraq and Afghanistan at that time. And, and so the question is, like, what's the paycheck look like? What's the difference between, uh, you know, reservist pay and active duty pay because I want to give like context here. Oh, because- so okay. Well, well, okay. So the pay scale is pretty much the same, right? Is 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 based off of what your pay grade is, right? Okay. Right. I was a young corporal at the time, so I was making whatever I was making. But because I was a reservist, they have to pay you the basic uh, basic allowance for housing, B A H based off of your home of record. Mm. So my home of record was in the Washington DC metropolitan area, which is like the third or fourth highest in the country, right? You got New York, San Francisco is pretty high and Hawaii is pretty high, right? And then I think it's DC right after that. And anybody can fact check me if you want, but bottom line is it's pretty high. So I was making some uh, some some pretty some pretty uh, for, for a 21 year old, right? Right, 22, whatever. Whatever our age was at the time, right? I was making some pretty decent money compared to what I was making working for the bullseye. You know what I'm saying? All right. So yeah, go ahead. So what's the next? What's the next segue? So so <laughs> I want to talk about uh, how you get prepared for deployment because they called you up and you had to yep. go. And yep. and see the reason why I remember is because I remember the process. There's a process. You know, you you had yeah. to get like yep. you know. You were getting training. They like right. sent you to 
to like Africa or something. Right. I, right. In the middle of it. So no, I didn't go to Africa on this one. Okay. But I know right. what you mean. You, you know so, what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah, I do. I do. I, I know exactly what you mean. So so whenever so okay. So normally when a Marine Corps unit gets for reservists to get mobilized and activated, they have to go through all this pre-deployment training, right? So you get put on active duty and then you have to go somewhere for either a few weeks or a few months, whatever, to get all this training to be prepared to go to, you know, whatever, wherever your final destination is, you know? So that's, that's what Joe was, was referring to. Um, I actually don't remember where mine was at. <laughs> it wasn't Africa. I didn't. I didn't go to Africa for the first time until two thousand and six. No. But wait, um, wait, wait. No. So, so what was the what was the year? Because we were still in Spring Hill Lake, so it couldn't be two thousand six. We were in Spring Hill Lake until two thousand five. Yeah. There was a there was a point where they they shot you up with a bunch of shit, and I remember. Oh, you mean you? you are you talking about? You talking about the, the 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 injections I was getting? Hell yeah. Okay, yeah. Man. So um so that had to been two thousand four. Oh um, okay. All right, that fits yeah. my narrative. And yeah. you came so, out and was cursing me out because I guess I didn't have the heat up high enough, but nigga, it was on ninety and you <laughs> I, I don't remember that, but okay. Yo, I, I so so for those that don't know, I had a functioning uh recording studio. I had a functioning recording studio in that spot and I'm recording somebody that's paying for their time. And here comes my roommate out, uh, the kid on the cast right now comes out the room, <laughs> scratching his fucking back. Uh, but he was shivering, <laughs> fucking shivering after the Marines pumped him full of whatever they pumped. You know, he had to have some inoculation. You had it to was- have, something to go over somewhere i thought yeah it yeah it, it was it was no it was it was um it in 2004 i was getting ready to go to iraq for the first time okay. all right so they gave us the anthrax anthrax uh injections so i don't remember if if it was those injections that was that was having me all fucked up it, and, and it possibly was you know what i'm saying because we get we did get a whole series of them, meaning we got a bunch of different shots at different times, right? Because yeah, I want to say you needed a, you needed a total of six or seven shots, supposedly to make you completely immune to uh, anthrax. So what was happening? You know, and I'm sure people are like confused, like what the hell he's talking about. So, uh, so at the time. Um, the Iraqis were using Saddam Hussein and the Iraqis were using this uh, this this bioweapon called anthrax on its troops on its people and it would have like adverse effects, adverse health effects on people that got infected by this biochemical agent or whatever the case may be and I'm just paraphrasing don't quote me on it, don't call me out on it you know um, but bottom line is anthrax was a deadly weapon, weaponized like biochemical thing at the time. So they had this anthrax vaccine that they were giving to all the troops that were going to Iraq. So 
you couldn't take the vaccine all at once, right? So they had to break it up in pieces in order for it to work. So you would get injections like every few weeks or every few months or whatever, you'll get another injection, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I guess it had me fucked up and, 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 and Joe was referencing, you know, me wilding out about the fucking heat in the apartment because my shit was all, I was all fucked up, you know, off the injections. But look, but look, I remember because the thermostat, <laughs> listen, listen, the thermostat is right by your room. Yeah. So you would literally come out of there and kept turning it up. And me not wanting to fuck you up, I ain't touch it. But when you came out and complained for the third time, yeah. it was already at 90 degrees in the fucking apartment. And I'm running a session. And that's why it's so ingrained in my in my memory because the the thermostat is right by your room. You were turning it up and you were still cold. So whatever they were putting in you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that sure. That shit was rough. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't like an easy thing. It wasn't like... You know, we're, we're in COVID right now, right? And they right. and they have like a vaccine. I just want to put it in perspective. They ain't have got a vaccine. <laughs> I'm not gonna touch that one. But right, say, right. Nope. Yep. I'm gonna say they got a vaccine, but they had a vaccine at the time period in 2004, um, and and they were pumping you full of this shit, but you came out the the fucking room shaking. And yeah, it was ninety degrees in the fucking apartment. 90. I believe it. I believe it. That shit was crazy to me. I didn't understand it, and that's where we'll have to start for stop for part two. So now we have gotten to the point where you and I are living together. You know that establishes our relationship. For yep. those listening, yeah. Uh, you know I've known you for what three years now. We're we're about to turn twenty two together. We have a whole apartment together. We have yep. no way to pay for this. I need to tell people we had no way to pay for that apartment because that shit was <laughs> get, that shit was, it was anyway because it was eight sixty nine, right? And that's what <laughs> you remember. You're gonna hold on to the fact that it was a cheap apartment, eight sixty nine for two bedrooms, one bath. But you don't talk about how uh, paying for cable was, and we needed cable. Right. right. It was the start of the internet. And Comcast used to hit your head for two hundred dollars a month. Yep. There was there was no way around that. If you wanted cable TV and the internet, which was what was it called DSL at the time? Yeah, DSL. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It was yep. called DSL internet, which was supposed to be faster than dial-up. Um, but oh. all that shit, all that shit was gonna cost you money. So, I preface that as we go into part three. Um, part two just saw you coming of age, kind of like you know. Um, yeah. If, if I'm talking about from from high school to to the college years, we saw you know you we saw you mature, and you became my roommate in that twenty two that twenty one twenty two year old space. Thank you for your time. This has been sipping slow with Joe, and. Good night on part two.